0: we My Little Town, every Wednesday morning in the 7 a.m. hour, always brought to you by St. Luke's University Health Network. I want to thank everybody down there at St. Luke's Monroe Campus. There online at sluhn.org. School is back in session in Pennsylvania, so I thought I'd devote a My Little Town segment to school safety and what Pocono schools are doing to ensure safety for the students. Joining me this morning, the superintendent of schools for the Pocono Mountain School District, Dr. Elizabeth Robison is here. Good morning, Liz. Liz.
1: Good morning, Gary. I have
0: permission to call you Liz, right? Absolutely. Now introduce who you have here with you this morning.
1: With me this morning, I have um, Officer, our school resource, resource officer, Jason Weil, and he uh, works in our West High School.
0: Jason, good morning. Morning, Gary. I want to get into this school resource officer. But first, let me ask you something. How many schools do you oversee in the Pocono Mountain District? We have nine schools, Gary. Uh And uh, how many students overall do you oversee?
1: We are just sitting right now over Uh 8,000. But right now, this is just our first week of school. So we have a lot of new registrations that are occurring. Many that will happen after Labor Day. So we normally have a real good sense of our solid enrollment by October 1st.
0: So a lot of people move to Pennsylvania. They don't realize that school starts before Labor Day, right? You were that, telling me that off the air.
1: That's absolutely true. Um, that's kind of been something a history of Pocono Mountain School District and probably the other Monroe County schools. It seems that we always seem to have a surge in enrollment uh, right after Labor Day. Why is that, Tommy? I mean, come on, it's summertime, isn't it, Liz? I, mean, <laughs> I know, I know. It's something we're used to, and we prepare that. Uh, we prepare our staff accordingly for that.
0: Gotcha. Let's talk about school safety. That's the uh, topic this morning. Give me an overview of how how the district ensures safety for all the students. I know you have a layered approach to this. What's that all about, Liz?
1: Well, first of all, um, there are many things that I... When parents come into our buildings that they can see are in place, whether they're buzzing into the building where they're having to show identification um, cameras that are visible uh, for um, our, our all of our employees to be seen and to be watching and to make sure that things are being uh, taken care of outside of our premises. But then there's also things that maybe are not seen that are part of initiatives that we work with our school resource officers um, within our buildings. We have safety teams. Uh, We also a concept that has been fairly new within the past four to five years. We have building threat assessment teams. We have a district threat assessment team. So there's various initiatives that are put into place that not only Pocono Mountain School District using, but certainly all of the the schools in, in Monroe County. These students walk through metal detectors in the morning. Um, We don't have them every day. We actually have metal detectors that we move from building to building. So there are times when we establish that um, with our building administration, when we're going to be utilizing them within um, our high schools or junior high school buildings. All
0: right. Now, what exactly is an SRO? It's not standing room only.
2: It's a school resource (laughs) officer. What's that all about, Jason?
0: First question, are you employed by the district or by by the uh, police? I am
2: employed by Polkano Mountain Regional Police Department. All right. So then we have... uh, uh, four SROs currently that are stationed throughout Pocono Mountain School District in various buildings.
0: And are you do you walk through the the buildings every day? Do you maintain some sort of security? how does Yeah,
2: the I mean the whole concept behind SRO is to bridge that gap between you know the students and the community and law enforcement. So yeah, we want to be out. You know, yeah, we, we all have offices because you end up having to do paperwork. But the the goal is to be out and build relationships amongst the staff, amongst the students, which inevitably will help us out there on the road when it comes, you know time to deal with people.
0: Is this relatively a new concept of school resource officers or have, I don't this believe job so. been, it, been around for a it's while? It's been
2: around for quite some time, uh-huh. yeah.
0: Are you I, always... Go ahead.
2: I couldn't tell you when it actually started, but I, I would say at least 20 or 30 years. Oh, it's been across that Across the here. country, yeah. All
0: right. Is there a special training program? I imagine there is for this. Right?
2: Yeah, so it's called NASRO, um, National Association for School Resource Officers. All four of the officers that we have are trained at least through their basic, they have multiple different levels and, and different trainings that you can take. Um, it's becoming the the end-all, be-all for school res- resource officers. So pretty much everybody across the country now, if you're going to be a school resource officer, you have to have at least the NASRO basic course.
0: Gotcha. And you're always looking for new people, I guess? Or
2: We are, yeah. The, I mean, the, our department in general, yes. I mean, times are tough right now for uh, hiring um we just went through a hiring process. We'll probably do another one 2024 sometime. But, yeah, we're always looking for good new people.
0: And it's women and men who are school resource officers, right? Correct.
2: Now, when, we, when our department hires, you can't just come in and say, I want to be a school resource officer. You have to work as a patrol officer for two years before you can do any gotcha. specialized um, job, per se. You so must uh,
0: you must develop special relationships with students and uh, and and there's students who look up to you guys that's,
2: right That's the goal. I mean, I try to get involved in as much stuff as I can. We have like a an athlife program. So like an academic a, uh, athletic academic advisor. I'm I'm one of them for uh the West High School. I did the uh, strength and conditioning for years with all the athletes. So I try to get involved in stuff other than just me being a police officer in a school, right. like try to get on their level and have them see me in a different light. Yeah. then So it, it helps. It definitely helps build that bond. Um, and my wife, she's a teacher for the district. She also does coaching and stuff like that. So we kind of like tag team it uh-huh. um, as far as building that relationship with the with The students in the I, th- I
0: think it's all such a great idea. Do you coach any teams at all? Or? I don't coach, no, no uh-huh. coaching here.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Where are you originally from, Jason? I'm
2: from the Poconos. I grew up in Barrett, uh, born and raised here. The only time I ever left, I went to the Marine Corps. I was in the Marines for four years, came back, um, did a couple of th- different things, and then uh, this opportunity presented itself in 2009. So. I've been with the department for 15 years, and I've been an SRO for the district for 10 of those.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Elizabeth, Liz, is there a school safety and security coordinator? Is there somebody who oversees all that? I think I saw that on the website. Am I right about that?
1: Yes, you're correct. Um, Actually, Dr. Jeremy Sawicki, um, he is employed by the district, and that is one of his responsibilities. Uh
0: Uh-huh. You, you really enjoy your job. Did you start as a teacher yourself?
1: I did. I started um, as a reading specialist within the Pocono Mountain School District 35 years ago. A reading specialist? Yes. Do you
0: miss grading tests?
1: Um, no, but I have to be honest with you. I miss the elementary students because I was also an elementary principal within the district. Uh-huh. Um, so I find, you know, I, I certainly oftentimes going back to the buildings, really missing that, that uh, role that I played. But certainly as superintendent, you're able to oversee all those things. So that makes it so much more important.
0: Does the district maintain what's called a cyber program these days? We do. We actually we How actually
1: um, have a great um, cyber program. We have just under 500 students that are part of our cyber school. Um, and that is run by Nora Wondolowski. Uh, she is our director of that program. And that has really taken off uh, within the past couple of years, especially, uh, you know, during COVID, right after the pandemic. And some students, um, this is a great choice for them to remain and have the wonderful curriculum of the Pocono Mountain School District versus um, seeking uh, an outside cyber or charter school.
0: Mm -hmm. And those students are still eligible to play in the school teams, right? They They are,
1: and they graduate, and they end up with a Pocono Mountain School District diploma.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, is breakfast and lunch free these days in your district? Yes. I think that's terrific, isn't
1: it? It's absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Yes. Is that something new with breakfast this um, year? It's considered like The governor made that announcement. Yeah. it's a, We're part of a CEP program, Community Eligibility So um, we were able to, um, the business office in our district was able to work out all that paperwork to make sure we qualified. So that was great news we were able to share with our parents this year.
0: Very cool. We're talking to Dr. Elizabeth Robinson. She's the Pocono Mountain Superintendent of Schools with Jason Weil, who is a school resource officer. We'll take a quick break and come back here. My Little Town, brought to you by St. Luke's University Health Network. Let me thank Dr. Seibel and everybody down there. They're online at sluhn.org. Every Wednesday morning, My Little Town, this morning with Dr. Robinson from the Pocono Mountain School District with Jason Weil, who's a school resource officer. Talk to me more about the training and what goes into being an SRO, Jason.
2: Um, so, like I said before, you have to have a, a NASRO basic course, which is, it's a... 40- what, is, what is that word you're using there? NAZRO right? is the, the National Association for School Resource Officers. Okay. So they're the ones that basically create this training and pretty much there's other companies out there, but this is the, the standard is set by them. So you have to take a a 40 hour basic SRO course. Um, and you have to have that. It's Pennsylvania state law now that you, you have to either SRO SPO, which is a school police officer who, so that's a, a, a police officer that's, um, employed by the school district. So that's the difference. They're employed by the school district where I'm employed by the police department. Right. Um, and the security officers all throughout pennsylvania all have to it's mandated that they have this course to be in the school um they offer advanced. they offer um they offer a multitude of different courses that you can take but we try to every year get a new class or learn some new stuff and the school's been very good as far as um helping us out with that you know the nazaro has a, a national conference pennsylvania all the states have their own conference so we kind of flip-flop every year we'll do a national and then we'll do a, the pennsylvania um and the school's been great as far as um l- helping us to do that and they go with us yeah. they want to learn just as much as we do about school safety so um, yeah, it's a constant evolution of training, you know,
0: it has a lot to do with conflict resolution, I imagine, right? Correct.
2: Yeah. Naziro actually has like a, uh, it's called a school, uh, tr- it's a, the triad model. You're a law enforcement officer, a counselor slash mentor, and then a teacher. So you, it's not, you're just not in there to be the, the first guy to stop a situation that happens. You're in there to Sometimes you act as a counselor. Sometimes you're teaching kids stuff. So you're you're doing other things besides law enforcement. So um, it's 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 nice. You know, yeah, it,
0: it must make you feel great at the end of the school season. They, yeah, you made I an do impression. On, yeah, yeah, on the kids. Now the SROs are not armed officers, correct? Yes, we're oh, you, oh really full
2: just regular our police uniform, oh. just like you would see the guys out on the street. It's the same same attire. That way, we have everything we need. You know, if there is ever a situation. Um, And it kind of sets us apart so the kids can say, oh, yeah, there's Officer Weil or, you know. um, Yeah, so we all have our regular uniforms on.
0: Dr. Robinson, when you hear these ideas, politicians talking about teachers being armed, how do you feel about that?
1: Um, I'm not in favor of Mm. that. Um, I think our teachers are there for a reason. They're there to be with our students. They're there to be with our children. Um, and quite frankly, um, the teachers in our district, many of the teachers that I know, we've you know had this conversation. That's not a place they want to put themselves in. That'll never fly. Um, I, I think that's very concerning. Teachers went to school to teach children. Um, right. There's a whole other set of skills that we've learned that we continue to learn as a result of working with our school resource officers that is different than what we expect out of our teachers on a day-to-day basis.
0: Sometimes in the mid to late afternoon when I drive around Stroudsburg, I see parents lining up. The cars are lining up to pick up the students. And this, when I went to school, this never really was the situation. So at the end of the school day, kids, it, it's very organized, right? How uh, Parents pick up kids, right?
1: It's very organized. Yeah. Um, but we have a lot of um, our parents that pick up children as well. Uh-huh. In fact, uh, myself and members of my cabinet, Dr. Sweeney, and I were at Swiftwater Elementary the other day remarking and we we realized there was about 90 to 100 out of the thousand children that were getting picked up from school gotcha. but it was a very organized uh, process
0: you still have school musicals and is there a drama club or something oh like my that? goodness
1: yes you no, have to come <laughs> and watch some of our wonderful musicals that we have in our high schools they're, they're great they're, right they're absolutely wonderful <laughs> we are we have a very strong music uh, program uh Within the Pocono Mountain School District art and music program. Is high school ninth grade through 12th grade? Yes, it is. All right, and middle school is what, six to nine? Is that how it works? Well, um, our Clear Run Intermediate School is grades six, seven, and eight. Got it. Is kindergarten half day or a full day? Full day. It's a full day. Oh, my goodness. It's been, yes. We've had full day kindergarten since 2010, I believe. Wow,
0: when I I had Miss Katkoff. And on the first day, everybody had to go meow <coughs> to, get, to get, get their name right. It was it's just a half-day thing. But
1: now it's a full day. For quite a while, since 2010.
0: Jason, let me ask you this. It, it, the Uvalde School District thing, and the the officers did not advance on the situation there. They sort of hung back and didn't advance on right. the school shooting. You've probably talked about that with the with the people you work with how do you do you have to advance on these situations Would yeah have- there's
2: a there's a lot of lessons learned I don't want a Monday morning quarterback you know right. I mean you take those kind of situations and watch what you can you get your hands on to see and then you try to better yourself our department um I'm blessed that we have an amazing um, training uh, staff that we do all types of different stuff and you saw it that um, that incident in Nashville. I mean, that's that's the way to respond to these situations. You got to move um, on these. You got you got to move on these people. Yeah, you, that's that's what you're there to do. Yeah. Um, we're lucky in that we have uh, amazing guys that train us, and we do all kinds of out of the box training stuff. The schools, again, our partnership with the school is is great because we ha- they have buildings that aren't in use we get they allow us to go in there and train in there so we we actually run these active shooter um scenarios in a school so we you know we have that training already preparing ourselves not to say that you know it's not going to happen somewhere else in the community but um they've been great as far as letting us train for that stuff wow
0: man you got to make some rough decisions there right yeah yeah. It's, it's, oof, wow. yeah quickly Is there anything you need in the district, uh, Dr. Liz, that you don't have that you're hoping that you can get soon? Let me ask you that question. Is there a pool? Is there there a pool? Oh, you mean uh, in
1: regard to safety? Anything, yeah. Well, I mean, I think— You sound so well-equipped
0: at the safety department. You really do. I mean, But I guess you can never be safe enough, right?
1: Well, that's that's true. I mean, as far as other things, I mean, I think there's always needs that we have within our buildings. But we have a very— wonderful school board who listens to the needs that we have and we try to make sure that we're working with them and working with the community to make sure that we're preparing our schools for for some of those uh those specific uh you know issues that whether it's capital improvements or other things within the district is the uh,
0: population in the school district increasing decreasing what do you think there?
1: i think we're pretty much leveling off we're just over eight thousand students so that's pretty much where we were last year so i think we've kind of uh leveled off right. uh
0: we're holding strong Did we get into the SSI training? Was that what you were talking about, or is that something different?
1: Oh, that's something actually different. What is that? Um, So this past summer, once again, like Jason stated, we were able to, myself and some of our administrative team, attend with our SROs, um, the actual regional conference. But then coupled with that, we were able to get ourselves involved with the Pennsylvania Safety and Security Institute, which is basically a very new concept that's been created in Pennsylvania. It's only a year old, and it is basically... Um, takes the whole bottom um, area of the Pennsylvania School Boards Association and it's a real live training facility that you bring your teams to. It allows for interactive scenarios um, to be part of the training where you're actually working with de-escalation techniques. You're working with the, the scenarios and Jason can certainly comment yeah. on this with me. We're so realistic. Um, for example, I would try to de-escalate someone that was coming to the building. Uh, Jason would play part of that role with me. With uh, we had radios on, all various equipment, um, and quite frankly, some of them got extremely um, scary. I'm not going to. I'm sure. going to say that sure. most things I think we feel comfortable de-escalating, but there were part of those scenarios that we, um, you know, really embarked on within the training that really had to allow us to use our school resource officers and their skills, and we had to kind of stand down.
2: So I, I think know. it was good because they got to see the amount of time you have to make these decisions sometimes. Like there's a <laughs> clock second, there. Huh? It, it, it times you. Um, so, you know, it gives them a different perspective. Um, but it's good that, you know, you can go in and, and there's a guy running it. It's, it's, there's a lot of AI involved in it, but he can kind of facilitate the direction that the perpetrator will call him. Oh, um, in the scenario, goes. You know, if he feels like you're doing the correct thing, he can make it go one way. If he feels like, oh, maybe there's room that you could, you know, he could change it and drive it a different direction. So there's hundreds of different ways these scenarios can play out. And it's nice because it's completely 360. They have a, uh, like a mocked up school, uh, like we would call it in like the military or police, like a shoot house. But Um, where you you go through and you do different kind of stuff, but this is set up, it has screens, it looks like hallways in a school, there's classrooms, so you're going through this building um, like you're going through a school. So it's really, really lifelike training. I mean, it's some of the best that I've seen as far as school-wise. Like, you know, we get that stuff because we're in a different area of expertise, but they don't ever get to see this kind of stuff, so it's nice that the the schools are kind of leaning towards that.
1: And the virtual reality of that whole um, demonstration that we were part of, I think I, I agree with Jason, like as administrators in the building, we're not used to really being confronted with that type of training. So it really kind of allowed us to be put in a different situation. And when you weren't totally involved with the scenario, you were able to be sitting in another room, Gary, looking at all of the televisions, watching the interaction of the scenario occurring. So you were able to kind of debrief with the rest of your staff about what you should have done, what could have done, how you reacted. So it was all of that ability to kind of work with your team as well in dialoguing um, after the scenario and during the scenario as it was occurring. I think all
2: schools should have send their people down there. I mean, they, they told us it's open like, schools have to request it. Like, we just can't go as law enforcement. It has to go through a school. But anybody who has a school with school resource officers or school police officers, they need to go to this with their administrators to get this training because it's, it's very worthwhile.
0: Oh boy, the district seems to be in great hands when it comes to safety of Pocono Mountain. And thanks so much for coming in this morning, Doctors.
1: Thank Sorry. Thank you, Gary, for it's, having it's us. It's something
0: a bit different this morning to talk about school safety, but it's that time of year. Yes. And for me, well, I haven't walked into a high school for so long. And this whole notion of school resource officers, you know, we never had that yeah, at, no. back at Patchogue Mitford High School <laughs> when, I, when I graduated in 1977. Yeah. But, uh, man, I think it's great what you guys do. And thanks so much for coming in this morning. Appreciate it. Thank you it. for having Thank us. You. My Little Town brought to you by St. Luke's University Health Network. Thank you, Dr. Siple, They're online at sluhn.org.